Good day and welcome to another episode of Film Exploration of Ash Horror. We are back again with another review on the horror movies you love, where we are bringing you a movie every day in October. And for today's episode, we're going to be looking at one of my favourites, and that is the 2002 British horror, Dog Soldiers. Written and directed by Neil Marshall and starring Sean Perty, Kevin McKidd, Emma Cleesby, Liam Cunningham and Darren Morfitt. Six men, one full moon, no way out. A British squad is sent on a training mission in the highlands of Scotland that turns out to be something else entirely when they run into a spot of bother in the most remote part of the highlands. Neil Marshall debuts with this gem whose terrifyingly similar follow-up in terms of number of same-sex people lost in landscapes surrounded by human-like creatures, The Descent, is a chilling classic that pushes Marshall as a man to look out for, but unfortunately... This is as far as he has peaked, failing to deliver anything of that calibre since The Descent came out in 2005. But let's return 20 years and look at the film I consider to be the old school horror made with a limited budget, unknown actors, and yet became a cult classic in the horror world, a knockout blow to the genre that takes a slash at the werewolf mythology. The film establishes our main character as worthy, strong, the best in the pack, and a compass that points north after failing to shoot a dog to better his career, all within the first five minutes of the opening sequence. Now, this is all due to great writing, composed cinematography, and a well-thought-out plot. Neil Marshall debuts with a natural ability to mix these horror elements with other stock features that never let go of the horror, even though it's trying to be funny or try hard to hold this army-vibe persona throughout the running time of this slasher. Where the film remains timeless is the energy from the six lads in this movie that chucks casual banter and a convincing even throughout the confrontation of the lycanthrope. That's werewolves to me and you. What is exposed as a flaw in this movie, the makeup, gore, situations, are essentially the enduring elements of this movie that have become part of why this movie is paradoxically respectable. Marshall equalises comedy with horror in a way that never makes you laugh out loud, but is hysterical in nature. The relatability of the dialogue is a tug on the shoulders that summons you to immerse with the soldiers in this one location while they are surrounded. The film is a low-budget British version of Predator and still counterparts the extreme swagger shown with Arnie and the gang with these bunch of football-loving lads who hate everything about this training exercise that they have embarked on. Despite the light tendencies thrown in with the ruthlessness of the situation, this film has no dispute being pinned as a complete gore-fest mixed in with foundations of a proper slasher movie. The creatures are strikingly designed enough for them to be intimidating and low-budget enough to know they are fake, but the acting is too virtuous for us to accommodate the mockery of this film's budget. Both for budget and authenticity, Marshall categorically chose to use dancers instead of stuntmen for the werewolves to emphasise their grace and elegant movements. The real tasteful thing about this movie is this supernatural battle that is firmly grounded in the simple reality of these soldiers. We are almost seduced into a war movie, and it remains with that assumption until we ultimately see a werewolf in full. Even with the clever camera work, where we never hold the lens long enough of the creature, we are still quite insecure to thinking it is what we think it is, until McKidd explains it to the whole squad and to us at the same time. The serialistic aspect of a film that somehow also breathes normality and order is a major accomplishment of this movie. The extreme bravado acts as a delicious and attractive juxtaposition to the mayhem that is to come in the forms of mytho mythological beings that never really need an explanation by any of the main characters on their existence, just simply fight-or-fly mentality. The plot forces them into one location where they are surrounded in a house by a number of werewolves with restricted ammunition and not enough men to detect every vantage point, which also adds this 
sort of soap opera digest moments of someone within the ranks not wholeheartedly owning up to the whole truth of this outrageous situation. Dog Soldiers is yet another example of what a movie can be when done right with a limited budget. It plays heavily on the elements of character and location to set the atmosphere's eeriness from the get-go. The simplistic nature of the horror is effective enough to be gripping, and the development of the characters is a vital measure to the legacy of this film. The quick-wit British humour is the leading charm of the dialogue that elevates as the horror situation presents itself as the movie goes on. This British culture never drops a peg as it is at full force when confronted with something completely Hollywood. The fakeness of the situation is the film's strength, and the receiving end of the trivial comments by sceptics because the driving force of these entire films are the sick soldiers, not the werewolves. The film invites creature comfort with the lads as they sit around the campfire whispering out tales of their past experiences and chats about none other than football. The genuineness of this movie is the height of the horror as the audience are in complete confidence with the reaction and authenticity of the character's dilemma, even though it is against werewolves, something no one in this world should believe. Dog Soldiers follows many generic tropes in the horror genre. It plays on one location, it plays on the underestimation of the antagonist, it plays on an enemy that is bizarre by nature, and this is all wrapped around the blood, violence and B-movie gore that this film has a good time exploiting. It doesn't try to be original, it humbly tries to be accurate to the cultural probabilities of the characters in the movie, and like I said, this is where the movie advances. We have been hoodwinked heavily with tales of Freddy Krueger or Jason that sinks with American sophistication and philosophies that fuel the story to its much-expected climax. And in between that comes the usual cultural arcs of the characters, the stock characters that each have their own personality blueprinted that has been repeated to death in the States. Dog Soldier is the future of horror movies, in my opinion, mixing a well-known antagonist up with different cultures and watching their way of dealing with it and making sure that there is a certain care taken with the plot. Remember, when it comes to horror and its plot, a simple plot can be brilliant and a bad plot can be sugar-coated. Anyway, that's all I have time for with Dog Soldiers, a great indicator of horror movies in the early noughties decade and really has survived with time despite distribution, budget and cast. But anyway, please subscribe to my podcast. I'm on iTunes, Google and Amazon and also Spotify. And you can find me on Instagram too. That's Film Exploration AH, all lowercase, all one word. But for now, thank you for listening to Season 12 of Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. Hurry.